You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Worry, Auburn fans. Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Jared Davis. The next one is actually a bye week, so we get finally. We're going to win. Finally. That's we're going to beat by. We don't lose. I predict, listen, I, I put money on it. We do not lose in, in our <laughs> bye week. Nice. I, I, I'm i the same. I, I There's no doubt Bold in my Bold statement. Mind. Bold statement there we just made, AJ. <laughs> um, the next one after our bye week is uh, Mississippi State. Um, we're going to Stark Vegas uh, Mississippi and uh, that'll be an interesting one considering this will be Mike Leach's first season um, and I mean you got to think just with his air raid offense this is going to be a higher scoring kind of game um, I mean how do you feel about Mike Leach now being in the SEC <laughs> I love Mike Leach I mean he says just he says some off the wall things that are just kind of funny, kind of very dad joke s, <laughs> which is right up my alley. Um, as a coach, you know he's one of those that he scares you because he's a they're going to sling the ball around and you don't really have time to get to the quarterback because it's like quick passing um, stuff like that. So it's going to be a different anytime that it's like playing Georgia Tech. You know, anytime you played them, you should win the ball game, but it was so unique. It was a different preparation. You never know. I mean, I see down here ESPN's giving us a 93% chance to win. I mean, that's pretty telling. So I got us by 14 because it's at Mississippi State. They're probably, if there's no fans, they're going to let them probably play the Cowbells on the speakers. You know, who knows? Right. But I don't think we lose. But I will say Mike Leach is a wild card. Um, I would have felt much better if they had the same guy from last year because um, you knew what to expect. Yeah, I mean, and that's the you know it's going to be higher scoring just because he's running the offense. I mean, I'm honestly expecting like 50, 60 passes a game out of him Easy. on most games. Easy. I mean, that's yeah, that's normal for him. Yeah, and, and I mean, if he knows our secondary is going to be weak, he's going to attack, and that's going to be tough to stop. Um, even if you can get into the backfield, I mean, the quarterback could just drop back for a second and a half, throw a little screen or something then there's no pressure on the quarterback anymore. Um, one interesting thing that I uh, I was looking into, because I was curious how their quarterback situation, because last year they had some issues with trying to figure out who the quarterback is. They had some injury issues as well. Um, they had a guy, Garrett Schrader. I think he was a, either a true freshman or redshirt freshman. He was true freshman. Um, I mean, he, he was fantastic. Um, he, I mean, to come in and play as good as he did, I, I was shocked. Um, he he pretty much from that point. I, I was I was remembering. I think he was in, even his first game. He hurdled a guy, and I was thinking, dude, that quarterback just hurdled a dude. When, when do you see that? Uh, <laughs> He's the guy that his chin strap didn't really fit on. He had a big beard. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> it was like his chin. His beard was poking through the chin strap. It was kind of kind of funny looking. But yeah, I mean, he was good. I mean, I, I you know the the thing real quick about Leach. His it goes back to tackling. We tackle well, so offenses like that, 
you know, that quick, quick passing, quick passing. If you yeah. tackle well, you're going to win the ball game. Yeah. So and, and keep the guy in front of you. If you can keep, keep the, the guy, guy in front of you and tackle, you're you got a really good shot game. at winning. Yeah. They Mike Leach wins those games where he's playing against people that don't tackle well, mm-hmm. and he just wears them down. Yeah. And he's going to sneak up on somebody, maybe not this year, but next year, but he's going to sneak up on somebody that he shouldn't, but I, I don't see it happening this year. Yeah, I don't see it against Auburn. Um, like you said, you're predicting us to win. I mean, I'm predicting us to win too. Uh, I think we're going to win by 10. Um, you're predicting us to win by 14. I think because of the – I just hate cowbells so much. Yeah, um, me too. And if they are allowed, I'm just thinking – George, uh, Mississippi State's going to have probably the biggest advantage because yep. they have cowbells yep. and they're allowed to use them in, in the stadium. Um, and that's going to even 20,000 or what is their stadium? Probably seats like 75,000. I mean, even 15,000 fans of those that are in the stands, that's a lot of cowbell. Um, and it's going to be really loud. Um, probably almost as loud as a lot of other stadiums with their shakers. Um, mm-hmm. and they're just auditory yelling. So we'll see. I mean, that's that's going to be kind of my question mark. That's why I have us only winning by 10, even though I think we could win by like 21 or more. I think 10 is probably a good spot just because you, you never really know. Just with, win, baby. That's all we need to do. Just win. I'll take yeah. it. I'll t- hey, we've won three to two down there. I'll take it. Let's get out of yeah, there. Exactly. Um, the next game is uh, Tennessee. Right now they're ranked 25 in the AP poll. Um, if you remember right, last year uh, they started off two and five, and uh, somehow made their way to finishing the season uh, really strong. They finished winning six straight, um, and I mean, just to have a season like that where they they come out so weak at the beginning, losing to whatever teams they lost to. If I remember right, they lost some really bad teams that they shouldn't have lost to. Yeah, and come out and win so dominantly or not dominantly just win you got to think they're they're trending upwards and that's kind of scary to me um considering last year them almost beating us and now we get to play them again uh this is maybe a trap game i don't know i hope not but what do you think about this tennessee game um i don't know I mean, I did one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm looking at the six games they did win. So, I mean, that listen, all credit to them because they were two and five, but it, they beat South Carolina, UAB, Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and Indiana. Oh, so That puts I, it better in perspective. Uh, yeah, now listen, I think that Tennessee is on the rise. I really do. Um, I mean, I think that they were, I think the uh, Garantano or whatever that quarterback's name, he, he went against the coach's decision called his own play against Alabama or they were in a real dog fight with Alabama. Um, so they're, they're playing tough. They're always going to play tough. I got us at 10. It's at home. I think that, I think Tennessee is not back. I know everybody wants to make them back. They're not back yet, uh, but they are on the right track. So they are scary and you can't mess around. I mean, listen, they beat us when they weren't anywhere near back two years ago at home. Yeah. Um, and we got a, we got up. We were leading at half, and they came back. And Pruitt, I heard him on the sideline call one of our plays. So he knew what we were going to be running. Now it's Chad Morris now. That won't happen. So I think 10, um, but it's not going to be easy. There's going to be nervous moments. I, I, what do you think about it? I mean, I, I really just hope 
and I, and I was just realizing this. I was actually talking about two years ago uh, to Tennessee, not 2019. So sorry about the confusion. Um, when we played in 2018 against Tennessee and that being a really tight game. Um, but man, you just got to think that we win this one. Um, and I think we won by a couple touchdowns, but it could be closer. It could be closer to a, we just win by a touchdown. Um, and that's kind of assuming if their trajectory is still going upwards at that point. I mean, it's the what eighth game of the season and there's only a couple more left. I mean, Tennessee's probably going to have one of their toughest seasons um, just because they blame the East and now they added a couple extra opponents. So it it's going to be tough for them. Um, like all the other teams, especially in the East. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking the teams that are on the East may not have had as tough of seasons normally as they're having this season. And that's well, yeah, where Georgia I'm coming back to. Yeah, Georgia. I mean, Tennessee always plays Alabama. That's their common. And then they've added Auburn. I, I mean, I, they kind of got <laughs> they kind of got the bad end on that. And then, yeah. you know, Georgia um, has Alabama this year, and they always got Auburn. So um, you're right. I think you're right. I think it's going to be. And those were already scheduled. Uh, Tennessee's was not with us, but um, Georgia was already going to play Alabama anyway. So it's not going to be a cakewalk uh, for the East, for sure. Yeah, I mean. They, they've got a tough, tough schedule. Um, pretty much all of them do. I mean, every SEC school. Um, and that's another thing I just wanted to kind of talk about was I was looking at Las Vegas stats because I was just curious what they're thinking. What are they predicting each SEC team to do um, as far as the number of wins this season? And it seemed honestly really low. Like the, the highest one is Alabama. And they only predict Alabama to win eight games this season. And I was thinking, that seems honestly pretty low. And then you put in perspective Auburn, where they're predicting Auburn to win about six and a half games. And I was thinking, okay, Jared, at this point, we're predicting Auburn to essentially win most of these games. Maybe lose one or Mm -hmm. two, Mm -hmm. Um, at least so far. And we haven't even talked about the Iron Bowl and Texas A&M yet. But how do you feel about how their, their rating are kind of predicting Auburn's wins to be six and a half. Um, would have been curious to know what they would have said on a normal, you know, with our normal schedule and two more games, but I don't know. I mean, you know, Vegas has tons of data and sadly they're not wrong too often, but I think six and a half. Okay. You know, let's round up and say you're saying seven Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get lucky a game or two and now you're sitting at eight wins. I mean, I, I think we've both agreed if we win eight win if we win eight games, that's a really good season. Yeah. So we're not far away from that. When you're talking like that, you know, we're we're talking like a missed field goal or something causing so and you can't predict that stuff. I'm okay at six and a half. Six and a half is in that window of all right, things go really good for you, you can win eight games. Yeah. Um and I think I mean, I'm I'm thinking now, and I want to get your opinion on this too. If you win eight out of your ten games in this tough ten game SEC only conference games that we're playing, I think you you make it to the playoffs. Um, and especially if you win the SEC championship, I you you can't tell me they're not going. Am I wrong? Are, are if the Big Ten starts in October and is eligible, I think that throws a kink in what you're saying personally. But yeah. If the Big Ten doesn't play, I think you, you could very easily have a two-loss SEC team in the playoff. Um, hmm. If the Big Ten plays, 
that every major conference is playing but the Pac-12 and they don't count. I think at that point you're back to normal years of, okay, well, Ohio State only lost one, they're in. Oklahoma didn't lose any, they're in. Clemson's in. You know, so it it makes things a little tougher. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it can't happen, but I do think the problem with the Big Ten is if they only play eight games, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the uh, football yeah, committee. You... Yeah, how are they going to be predicted? So they play. Let's say they play eight. Let's say Ohio State runs the table and is eight no, and then you got an Auburn team, and I'm just picking Auburn. Let's say Auburn loses two to uh, LSU and Georgia, but they you know they beat Alabama. Yeah. Um, and you know they're sitting at eight and two. Do you take Ohio State? I don't know what you do. I mean, they, they're going to have their work cut out for them this year. Uh, anyway, you, you, you see it. I mean, they, I'm just thinking you got some really weird schedules, weird, uh, and, and normally season opponents, just because it's a lot more just conference only stuff. And how do you, how do you kind of figure out who's really better than the other teams? You just kind of got to, I don't know. That that's gonna be such a weird thing, and then you got to factor in on top of that coronavirus of who got sick and maybe their quarterback was out and they lost that game. Do you really factor that into uh, their rating and how they got how they where they're at now if their quarterback at the end of the season is healthy and ready to go? I don't know. That's that's the weird thing that I'm sure extra factors that they got to figure out. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I don't envy them. And I don't usually agree with their decisions anyways, but um, this is one that's not going to be easy to make. Yeah. Uh, let's finish out this uh, season preview with uh, talking about the game that we always love to talk about, the Iron Bowl. Uh, this is going to be in Tuscaloosa and Bryant-Denny. Uh, Saban, still there. Still <laughs> still got a He's still making excuses. Yeah. And he's still making excuses. Okay. He's probably going to break another hip, let's be honest. <laughs> uh and uh, they they've had a pretty obviously a pretty high bar for what they can do um but this is going to be this is going to push them this, this is going to push how hard they have to play because they got to play 10 hard games um against sec opponents now sure they got like what missouri or Vandy or some stupid sec they play Kentucky. i kept saying vandy on one of the podcasts <laughs> i think they play kentucky and missouri yeah, I think there was an and, add-on. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's that's not mm-hmm. too odd in all reality. Um, but how do you feel about this not really being our last game, and but it's still being on Thanksgiving, which uh, that kind of is nice to have that semblance of a quote-unquote normal season. But how does that make you feel to still not that <laughs> get one more game after that? I mean, from a fan's perspective. We won't know the difference, honestly. It's all right. It's on Thanksgiving, okay? The, um, in my opinion, I think that I would rather keep it on Thanksgiving. Uh, you won't realize the players. What's going to matter? Here's what's going to possibly happen. And somebody brought it up, and I was like, uh, that really may happen. If it's a hard fought game, win or lose, it's going to be very emotional. And then you have to turn mm-hmm. around and play a very formidable Texas A&M a week later. Um, so what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to have, if we lose it, to it's like in golf, you want to forget the last shot and don't make it lead to two bad shots. Um, we're going to have to be very mentally strong to move on from that game, um, win or lose, because we have to realize it is not the last game. Yep. And if we win it, it probably means we the next one really matters. Because yeah. um, at that point, 
I mean, both you and I have us probably losing at least one game um, ahead of this. And then say you lose Alabama or we beat Alabama, then you're thinking, all right, you got to win this last one to either make it to the SEC championship or even have a shot at the the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I actually have us – I have us winning this ball game. I think that – I'm giving a lot of credit to Bo Nix, and I just think that he he's just good. he's got that moxie, and if the coordinator in Chad is able to tap into that, kind of like a Joe Brady did. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say we're going to become LSU. Don't get me wrong, but if he can tap into that, I think we're going to be pretty formidable. The only reason I don't have us beating George is that monkey, and I know we haven't won in Tuscaloosa in a while, even though we used to do it all the time. It is not going to be easy, but I think we win by three. And really, all you got to do is be up by three against them, and you're going to win because they're not going to make a kick. So, yeah. um, if we can get into the fourth quarter, stay up by three, we're golden. Yeah, I mean, I think that's our approach for for this game is get up and still just keep them just to keep them at bay a little bit. Um, because I mean, they they're kind of like LSU in that they did lose a good bit. Um, at least the the main players that made last year's offense so incredible um but they still have guys like mac mac jones that i mean he seemed to do well obviously he kept up with with auburn in the last uh game of the season last year and uh i mean you just got to think bama is going to reload and be ready for us um the only thing that helps me with thinking auburn can win this one is the crowd and it it, it's only going to be what probably tops twenty thousand fans for them yeah so um, 20,000 fans in Bryant Denny is, is not nearly as intense as a hundred thousand fans. Um, and maybe that helps, um, these players just go into Tuscaloosa and do something that not many teams can do. Um, I, I think we can win this by, by a touchdown if we come out and Bo Nix has that chip on his shoulder, kind of like he did last year where he knew what he needed to do, played within himself kept up with uh, the incredible Alabama offense and we just we kept battling back I mean I think we can do it um, Bo and the offense can do it we're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement one of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family now I know they enjoy listening to us but let's be honest every once in a while they probably would like a little bit of change of pace Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on. Who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn? Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode. The thing people forget is Bama has been in some some you know dogfights throughout this run they've had. The problem is nobody thinks they can beat Alabama, and so in the end they don't. Auburn does not fear Alabama. Yeah. And I'm not taking, listen, there's teams that have our number. I'm being fair here. 
we don't we think we can beat Alabama. And yeah. so if it's a close ball game, there is a strong chance we can beat Alabama. And yeah. I think we're gonna have enough talent and if everybody's healthy and Bo Nix has another almost full season under his belt. Now if he regresses, the everything we just talked about is out the window. Yeah, We're assuming Bo Nix does at least equal and probably progresses. Um, and we don't fear Bama. And that's the reason Bama has not lost a lot of these games. There's been games where Tennessee – I remember Tennessee was not good at all. I mean, they still had Shula, I think. And, <laughs> you know, it came down to a field goal, and, and they win it with a field goal, and Bama blocks it. And that's just what happens when you don't think you should win that ball game. Yeah. Um, that's not going to happen with Auburn. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of like my saving grace in all of this is there's always that hope because Auburn, Auburn, not only fans, but especially the players, which is more important, is they believe they can win. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Um, even and there's in their, proof behind it, yeah. Yeah, um, and even in the lowest of the low years, I mean, we still think we can do it, even though we probably can't. There's still that just we can, we can do it, guys, let's – you know, rally together, even though we had a bad year, we can still do this. And that gives us a shot. No um, doubt. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to say easy. And but and I wouldn't put money on the three-point win. But um, I think it's possible. I think it's very, very possible. Yeah. I mean, if I had to put a loss on us or a couple losses, it's probably going to be Georgia, LSU, and Bama. Like, it's going to be those three. Um, and if we lose to others, I'll be kind of shocked. Um, I agree. I mean, I think it is very possible for us to lose four games this season. I mean, anything's possible this year with coronavirus and maybe not having a key player. But I mean, you got to think uh, we we have backup plans because if any years we're, we've got backup plans, this is the year. Yeah. Um, to to get ready and, and play and really able to play our best. Um, let's uh, talk about the final game. Texas A&M. Um, Texas A&M's coming to Jordan-Hare. Um, we will see how this one goes. I'm, I'm curious to see if we can, uh, again, keep this monkey off our back of uh, the away team winning in this. I know we've kind of broken that the last uh, couple, couple uh, I guess, series against them um, where now the home team's actually finally winning these games. But, um, man... We we got to come out hard because Jimbo Fisher seems to do at least kind of compete and come back last minute against us. Um, and not to mention Kellen Mond. I mean, he's coming back for his uh, final season probably at Texas A&M. And, uh, I mean, Texas A&M, I, I was looking at their offense. They're returning 77% of their offensive production from last year. So they're, they're going to – they got a lot coming back. And – that's that's a little be a little bit to be uh, scared of um, when when you know a guy that's more of a senior character like Kellen Mond just needs to come out and play and if he plays a consistent game I mean it's going to be tight um, what are you feeling about this Texas A and M game and uh, to finish out this uh, regular season they're so hard to predict I mean I I, I got us winning by ten but you know they have some big receivers I mean you know we got a I don't, we may have got up by 21 on them last year, and then we kind of had to hold on because at the end they figured something out in that third and fourth quarter, and they were slinging the ball around, and there wasn't a thing we could do about it. So, 
Um, I, you know, they're scary. Kellen Mond to me is a very average quarterback. If his mom ever hears this, I apologize. He would destroy <laughs> me in any throwing competition, but I'm just grading him against other people. I think he's pretty average. He's one of these guys that keep trying to make a thing, but you know, on given days, he does have a strong arm and yeah. he has some really big receivers that I was not aware of until we played them last year and we couldn't stop them in that third and fourth quarter, and it got scary there for a while. So, you know, I don't think we're going to pull away from them, and it's going to be real scary because of what we've already talked about coming off the Iron Bowl. We're in uncharted territory here, and if we lose a hard-fought game, are we going to be able to, you know, lick our wounds and come back out and beat a good team? If we win it, are we going to think we've done something Mm -hmm. and think we're going to coast into wherever we're headed next? So that's going to take a lot of coaching up, man. But I still think we we I, I got us winning by ten because it's at home. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I do think that it's going to depend on how we play. If we win the Iron Bowl, if we win, then does this get looked at as we have to win this game to make it to the playoffs? Are we in that kind of position, or even the SEC championship? Um, and or or does it get looked at as just like a tacked on extra game? And the guys don't necessarily put their hundred percent effort into to beating Texas A&M. Um, I would hope they would. It's part of the regular season. It it matters, um, and especially if you throw some younger guys in there. And this is uh, they're going to want to play. They're going to want to play hard. Um, I mean, I think we win by ten, and I think that's what you have too. So I mean, but I do think it'll be close. I mean the. There's no doubt in my mind, Texas A&M seems to keep it kind of close. Even if it's at the tail end, uh, they seem to always battle back. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Jared, I know this is your first year doing this with me, but we like to also predict the SEC championship. Who you think is going to make it to the SEC championship? Who's uh, from the East and the West? And then who you think uh, is going to, who you think is going to win? So what are you thinking for this? I mean, I'm just, just, just for excitement. I mean, I think we have a good enough team, and I think with Bo Nix, we got a, a good enough quarterback. So why not? I'm going to say we make it, and uh, from the West, and I'm going to put Florida from the East. I just think that Florida um, bringing a, a quarterback that they know already versus Georgia having question marks there. I think Florida is going to win in the East, and I got us beating Florida by by three in the SEC championship game. Um, nice. How about you? How about you, my man? So I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I'm I'm thinking if we come into uh, the the regular season, we win eight out of our ten games. I'm thinking we make it. Um, I mean, I don't think there's going to be any undefeated teams in in the SEC um, this season, or really any. Maybe Clemson. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but even still, I mean, every season. Of all seasons, this may be a weird season because of how tough competition is from week right. one to week eleven, right. week ten. Uh, I don't think any team's going to be unscathed by the end of this. So that's no, why I, I have Auburn. So. That's why I think Auburn could make it. Now, is that probable? I mean, probably not. But I'm a I'm an Auburn fan, so I always like to think Auburn can make it. And uh, I think on the on the east side. Um, because I do give us a probably a, a fighting chance against being Georgia, we may get another one of those. We we face them again, and uh, in the SEC championship. And that, if that's the case, we we got to come out 
better than we did against uh, them in what, the 2017 <laughs> SEC yeah. Championship. 2017, yeah. Um, and because of that, I mean, I mean, it could go either way. If we beat them, awesome. But if not, I mean, Georgia's going to really be gunning for that national championship that they've been hoping for for the last 40 years. So, yeah. <laughs> I like that subtle jab there. Uh, what about the playoffs? Ah, man. So, say Auburn does win. Like, if Auburn wins, in my scenario, Georgia loses, I think it's going to be Auburn, Florida. Probably Florida sneaks in there. Um, Oklahoma and Clemson. I think those are kind of where I'm I'm seeing the playoffs. I think Clemson's probably a shoe in. Oklahoma probably a shoe in. Um, if Florida doesn't make it from the SEC, it'll be another school like Alabama or something somehow sneaks their way in, even though they don't play the SEC championship because they're Alabama and we all hate them. So mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how I see it. What are you thinking for the playoffs? I mean, listen, when I to actually say this, I'm like, there's no way this happens. But if I got us winning the SEC champion SEC championship, I got us in the playoffs. So I got I got us. This is assuming the Big Ten doesn't have an option. If they don't have an option, I got us, I got Oklahoma, and I got Clemson as well. And then I'm sitting there like, I don't know. I don't. If we beat Florida in the SEC championship game, I don't know their schedule to know what got them there. In my prediction, I just put them there. So did they? Did that knock them out? Did they lose an extra game? Is Georgia sitting at home on the couch sneaking in now? Is Alabama mm-hmm. sitting at home sneaking in? I don't really know there. I'm going to probably – I'll say this. It's going to be Auburn, and then it's going to be either Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson. Hmm. So I, one of Alabama, Georgia, yeah. one of that combo, uh, it'll be the the final four, assuming the Big Ten is not a, is not able to get in. If the Big Ten's able to get in, I'm going to put Ohio State in there. Yeah, I was about to say, if they are able to, I, I'm probably putting in, the, in Ohio State. They, they just seem to be like a shoe in it at this point. Yeah, I mean – If with, they have a halfway decent and by halfway decent on their standard, it's – pretty good is a nine and 10 or nine and one. Well, I guess they're, are they, you said they're only playing eight games, right? That's the rumor. If they only play eight, okay. I mean, I don't know how you put them in, but they would still have their conference championship. That's the rumor. This, the sources are putting out there. Yeah. Uh, so they, let's say they have nine wins at the end of once they win it all. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know what you do with that, but we'll let them figure that out. But if they're out there, I, I think they find a way to get Ohio state in there. If there's a, and they're pretty good. I mean, last year they were really good. They got up on Clemson, I think, in the playoff game, and then they kind of couldn't hold on. Yeah. Um, I mean, with that quarterback, the transfer from Georgia, I mean, he's he's the real deal. So they're a good quality team, but and they'll find a way to put them in if they can. So, But if they don't get in, I, I think it's Auburn, combo of Bama, Georgia, one of those sneaks in, Oklahoma and Clemson. Yeah, that's that seems about right. I mean, and this is all kind of, like we said, with the big asterisk of players are healthy for Auburn, um, able to play especially the key ones. And, uh, I mean, I honestly think if we have a full roster, um, we can probably beat almost every team. Um, and, and, I mean, we'll probably end up losing a couple just because it's just the Auburn way. <laughs> it's going to be a tight oh, game no doubt. down no to doubt. the last second. But um, you never know. I mean, that's, that's what's kind of fun. And, I mean, just to have live football again where the uncertainty – is is out there. I mean, we've talked about this previously. Is it's going to be fun to watch SEC football again um and have some good football. Um, I agree. It's, and uh it's it's only a little bit away. It's not far, my friend. I'm excited about it and uh 
yep, I think it'll be think it's gonna be a good season. Yeah, uh, Jerry. Before we get out of here, do you want to give them your uh, how they can get in contact with you? Yeah, just look me up on Facebook. It's under my name or Instagram. It's uh, just Jared Davis under my name, Jared Davis. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle.